Hey everyone, it's Bill Giannone. I'm back with another Crestcast. And, you know, I was just thinking that we're heading into springtime and maybe it doesn't feel like that around a lot of parts of the country right now, especially where you might be. But we are heading into spring and with spring comes planting season for most of uh, the heartland of our country. And, you know, it got me thinking that the way that a farmer produces his crops is the way that we should be thinking about growing and producing our business. So I'm going to have a little conversation with you. And today is going to be entitled growing your business like a farmer. Let's think about the process of a farmer. And we're going to go step by step through that process. And when we go through the process, I'm going to relate each step to growing your business. Cause here's the mistake we make. Most of us, when we want to grow our business, we say, well, let's go get the business. And then as we get more business, I'll grow my company to match the business. That's a big mistake. For most of us, if we do that, we end up being underprepared for what's coming. There's a few things that happen when we grow our business that we're not ready for. We just assume that we can handle the capacity, whatever it is, by using our current workforce, asking them to do a little bit more. And then, you know, should it happen to be that we're getting really, really busy, we could always go out and hire. Well, a couple things happen when we do that. We're always behind the eight ball. We're always looking for people. We're always hiring them on a Friday. And we're putting them out in the field on a Monday. So there's a lot of things we're doing incorrectly. The next thing we're doing is we're really putting ourselves at financial risk because our business is a lagging business. We're not like a, a candy store or even a grocery store where, you know, they're getting the, the stuff in and it's flying off the shelves on a regular basis and there's pretty decent cash flow. You know, we produce our work and we have expenses for staff and for, you know, consumables and things like that. And sometimes it takes us 60, 90 days to get paid for the, that work. Well, right now we're dealing with our normal cash flows. If we doubled our business, that means we would double the amount of cash we would need to do that business because it's still going to take us 90 days to get that first wave of checks and cash in. So we really need to focus on the idea that we don't want to handcuff ourselves. We want to do it right. Well, think about a farmer. They have to do it right. They can't start selling a whole bunch of fruit and vegetables unless they've got the fruit and vegetables. So let's think about that process and let's compare it to how we should be growing our business like a farmer. First thing a farmer does early, early on in the season is he goes out and works the land. He tills the land over. He then fertilizes that land. So he's getting it prepared. He's laying the groundwork for what's going to happen next. We could call it laying the groundwork for growth. Well, when they're doing that, they're working pretty hard, but there's nothing that's going on right now in and of itself that shows he's ready for growth. It's just the prep process. Well, the key word in there is process. That's his process of getting everything ready. In our companies and in our business, we don't spend enough time getting things ready. We don't spend enough time preparing a good process, making sure our company is prepared for what's coming next. We have to do a much better job. It's not enough to just say, well, I'm doing 20 jobs a month right now. When I go to 40 months, it's going to just look like the same company, just bigger. That's really not true. A 20 job a month company looks completely different 
than a 40 job a month company. We need to understand that. We need to be able to see through that false statement and do true preparation. We need to put processes in place that are going to be able to handle 40 jobs. You know, right now you might have a couple of people handling the production and the invoicing and the collections. If you doubled your work, could you do that with the same people? I would venture to say absolutely not. Even if you go from 10 to 20, you couldn't do that. So I think it's really important on us to understand we need to put processes in place. So let's count that step first. Next step I want to talk about is after the ground has worked and it's all fertilized, they will plant the seeds. Planting the seeds in and of itself does not give you the fruit or vegetable, but it's the starting point. It's the thing that's going to germinate. It's the thing that you're going to use as your starting point. Well, in the process of building your company or growing your company, the seeds are your people. Those are the seeds of growth in your company. When you take a process, which is the land, and then you plant good people inside of that process, that's when you have the foundation for great things to happen. So now your seeds are the people. What do the seeds need before they even start growing, germinating, and producing fruit and vegetables? They need to be watered. So they need their nutrients. They've gotten the fertilizer, but they need additional support. It comes in the form of water for plants. For your people, it comes in the form of training. You have to make sure that you're training people, not just for the 20 jobs you're doing now, but for the 40 jobs you will be doing. Make sure those processes are in place. And yes, maybe some of them might not be necessary right now at 20. Maybe some of the people might not be necessary at 20. But if you plan for growth and you act as if, Great things are going to happen in your company. I think that's really important concept. We always bring on the people last, but the people are what's really going to provide that growth for us. Why would we want to take the chance of trying to grow our company without the people? That means we're going to have too much work being done by too few people, and those people are not going to be properly trained. So try throwing a bunch of seeds in the ground. Once the first plants start growing, try then throwing a bunch of seeds in the ground and don't water them and see what happens. You're not going to get very good results out of it. You're actually going to be wasting seeds. And if you think about wasting people, that's far more expensive in the long run than bringing people on before you need them and getting them properly trained. After we work the land and we plant the seeds and we water those seeds, we give it time. And over time, we're going to start to see some plants growing with some fruit and vegetables. That is going to be your lead sources. Those are your leads. Because the, if the plants and the are still growing and the fruit and vegetables are still on the vines or still part of the plant, you're still not making any money off them. You're still giving them a chance to mature. So now you have the leads. That's not jobs yet. Those are leads, but you need to handle them carefully. You need to take great care that they don't die on the vine, so to speak. So you need to handle them well. You need to have a good process in place that once they start showing up, how do you handle them? Finally, being able to turn those into jobs is the harvest. When we go out into the fields and we start picking the fruits and vegetables and we start getting those products into the bins and into our barns and then off to market, that's the harvest. That's when we turn leads into jobs. 
that's when we turn our fruit of all our work and labor into money. Not until then is it truly our harvest once it turns into a job. And then what do we do? We just want to keep repeating that process. But I think it's really important to understand those steps that a farmer takes. It takes him three months, four months, six months in order to work at his craft before he gets the results back. But he set a foundation for the best possible scenario for getting results. He gave his land the best chance to produce something that's valuable and repeatable. Are you giving your business, which is your land, the best chance to produce something that's growable, sustainable, and valuable? You have to really look at it like this. I know this kind of sounds crazy for those of you like myself who never lived in farmland who grew up in a big city. And really, it's kind of like a foreign concept that you've seen in the movies or in books. But this is truly the life of a farmer. They invest in their end product before the end product arrives. They don't go out and sell a bunch of corn and then try to produce more corn. That's kind of what we do in restoration. We just decide we're going to do more restoration. So you know what? Don't bring on people. Don't buy equipment. Don't even have a truck. Just go out and start marketing. Marketing should be one of the last things we do after we make sure everything that we need to do it right is in place. Yeah, you could take seeds and you could throw them on the ground and there's a really good chance that that seed could germinate. Even in the Bible, it talks about the mustard seed growing out of the stone. So there's a chance that that could happen. Anything is possible. But let's not take chances or say anything's possible when it comes to our business. Let's put ourselves on the greatest road for success. And to me, let's follow the route of the farmer. The farmer knows best. Let's follow his lead. Let's grow our business like a farmer. This is Bill Giannone. I hope you enjoyed this Crustcast. And check out some of my other offerings, some of Dick Wagner's offerings. We've got hundreds of Crustcasts here on the site. Please make sure you check in. On behalf of everyone here at the Crust Network, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Bill Giannone. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.